turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, hi, how are you today? I hope you're doing really well. I hope you're enjoying your day today. And I'm, I'm really glad that you took some time, you're taking some time to be with the Lord, to be together. We can hang out together. It's fun, isn't it? It's exciting. You're listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. And today we're still going. We're talking about just so many different ways to enter into God's presence. If you missed the previous show, we talked about Thanksgiving. We talked about praise and worship and how we can, as we do those things, we just boom, we enter right in to God's presence, but there's some other ways. There's so, so many ways to enter into God's presence. And, you know, we don't want our time with him to be about a checkbox and, and doing this and doing that. No, we just want it to be relational and spending time with him. And, and we do, if we're stuck, we want to get unstuck, right? And so Thanksgiving praise and worship are definitely, whoo, those are three of the best ways to get unstuck. And we talked about how that's the secret that is the key to overcoming depression. So go back and, and listen to that. But today, I want to go a little bit further. I want to talk about, let's talk about petitions and rewards. We, we can petition God. Uh, you know, Abraham petitioned God many times, and he, God saw it as faith. I was reading, I, I love to do a daily Bible reading plan. And the church next door, we do that together every year. And we start in January. We even have an app. And what's really cool about the app is it will read the Bible to you, which is pretty awesome. So you could be in your car or whatever. It will read it to you. Or you can read it. But, okay, here's um, true confessions, right? <laughs> so this is my problem. I like to read the Bible slow. And I'm really slow about it. I, I, I do like reading it through in a year. But I want to just savor and look and listen and, and just enjoy all the verses I'm reading. And so I always get behind. I get so far behind. So I have a new plan. So this is what I do now. So if, if you want the Church Next Door Bible reading app, you can grab it. That's our church on the west side of Columbus. Come see me. I need to see you. I want to meet you. Come see me. But anyway, you can you can get this app. But what I do is if I'm in the car or if I'm exercising or walking or something, I listen to the audio. So that keeps me caught up to date. And we're in Leviticus. Yeah, yeah, Leviticus. So there you go. It's a, lo- it's a little bit long. So I let the Bible app read to me where we're at together as a church. And then uh, my current plan for the moment is I'm in Genesis 
and I'm, I am going to read the Bible through from Genesis to Revelation this year, and I'm, I'm going slow, and so I'm savoring. I'm just enjoying it. And maybe, I don't know, one year it took me like three years to read it because I am so slow. I know. I just, I'm slow at reading it because I want to enjoy it. And so if you're slow reading through your Bible, hey, no pressure. I am too. I like to take notes. I like to just kind of savor it, enjoy it, think about it all day long, whatever I read. So I was doing this. So I, I was up, up to speed with the church with the audio Bible, but I'm still in Genesis. And I was reading about Abraham yesterday. And oh, my goodness, it was so encouraging because I'm thinking about Abraham and Lot. You know, They had all this stuff. This is in Genesis. And, and, and they had so much stuff that that they had to divide divide land you know you go this way and you go that way because they had so much stuff because they're all their sheep were getting <laughs> crossing over and getting into each other's stuff i mean abraham was blessed he had so much stuff and he it's funny because abraham was kind of complaining to god you know god i i don't even have anybody to give this stuff to basically and, and abraham's like I, i'm gonna have to give it all to one of the servants i don't even have a kid i do not even have a kid And God said to Abraham, Abraham, I'm going to make your inheritance as the sand in the sea. That's how many kids you're going to have. I'm going to make your inheritance as the stars in the sky. That's how many kids you're going to have. And the cool, the cool thing was Abraham said, I believe. Okay. Okay, God, I believe. And when Abraham believed, God said, He credited that to Abraham as righteousness. Okay, righteousness. So that's a big churchy word, right? But to me, righteousness just means we're in right standing. I'm right with you. We're good. All all is clear. Everything is right. So Abraham and God were just right in that moment because Abraham had faith. He had faith and he believed God. And when he said, okay, you say I'm going to have Uh, as many kids as the sand on the sea okay i believe you wow what faith i mean abraham had great faith and god said righteousness you are right and we are right together because that's what god wanted to do and abraham agreed with it how cool is that so anyway i was reading that and i was thinking about we want to be in right standing with god don't we and so to be in right standing with god we have to have faith and we have to 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 line up with him and and to agree with him and and so Hebrews eleven six this will be our verse of the day it says without faith it's impossible to please God for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him how cool is that so I don't know what God wants to do in your life but we are those kids. We are those Abraham's kids. You know, we are those stars. We are those sand in the sea. That's us. And think about it. Think about how many people love the Lord around the globe. It's incredible. It really is like stars in the sky. And so God said it. Abraham believed it. And Abraham didn't get to see all of that, but it was faith. And so if you begin to have faith, there's a reward. When you begin to petition God, there's a reward. You know, Abraham, he petitioned God for Sodom and Gomorrah. He, he, he prayed for that city. You know, he would go to God in great faith for great things. And so, you know, if God, God hears us when we petition him according to his will, 
let's look at that. In 1 John uh, 5, 14 to 15, it says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we will have what we've asked of him. So that's kind of what happened with Abraham. You know, he's he's talking to God. God, I don't even have a kid to pass on all this stuff to. And God's like, oh, no, you're going to have ki- this, so many kids. They're going to be like the sand of the sea. Your inheritance is great. And because Abraham agreed. So, you know, there, we have to have faith. We have to begin to petition God. We have to begin to agree with God, to seek God, to come to God diligently. And he will reward you. He rewarded Abraham. So when we, based on knowing God's will, God here will hear us. And then we can petition God according to his will. And we will know that we're going to have what we ask for. One more verse along those lines. Mark eleven twenty four. It says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So when you pray, you receive. Receiving is settling it. And having the answer is what follows. So I want you to petition God. I want you to begin to petition the Lord, begin to ask him and he will reward you. We can ask God for great things. We can talk to God about anything, you know, keep a sense of urgency. I think about the urgency to ask God for things, to pray about things and God will do it. God will do it. When, when we, uh, when we became pastors, I think, when my husband became a pastor, that was part of God's plan. And we, we spent time, we spent time seeking and asking and looking and just in faith, God, where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? And so that's one of the ways. Another thing, another way that you can enter into God's presence is through intercession and intercession. I know. Another big churchy word. So here you go. It literally means to come in between God and those that you're praying for. So you think about it, you know, Abraham, he interceded for Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, Moses, he interceded. He was for the Israelites. He was standing between them and God. So it says in Ezekiel twenty-two thirty. I looked for someone who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so that I would not have to destroy it. But I found no one. So I will pour out my wrath on them, declares the sovereign Lord. So intercession is when you you build a wall and when you stand in the gap before God, an intercessor is God centered. I don't know who you are interceding for, but if there's no intercession, there's no hope so maybe you are interceding for a child maybe you are interceding for someone in your family to come home to Christ to come home to God maybe you are you're going to God and saying Lord bring them home what about interceding on behalf of a city you know our city we need the Lord we need the Lord And this is a season, this is a season coming up with Easter is coming with all people are going to begin thinking about God, thinking about going back to church. 
we need the Lord. Maybe you want to stand before God and say, God, on behalf of the city and begin to pray. You know, that's what a good soldier does, right? A good soldier identifies the needs and then they go and fight for the community, for the nation, for their city. And that's what we are. We are good soldiers for God. And so we begin to say, God, I want to fight for this city in prayer and begin asking God, petitioning God, seeking God. He will reward you. But ask him, ask him to do great things. God wants to, God wants to move in our lives. God wants to turn hearts back to him so you can intercede. You can be an intercessor. I challenge you to do that. I challenge you to take some time today and every day to begin asking God for someone or a group of someone. You know, you can intercede for the teachers. You can intercede for the policemen. You can intercede for the nation. You can intercede for the for our military. You could pick a group. What about, I mean, the doctors and nurses. Pick a group of people and you begin to say, God, they need you. They need your help. They need your your love, your power, your support, and you begin to pray for that group. That's intercession. And oh, so many great men of the Bible, they did that. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. We're going to take a quick break. It'll be a really short break, so stay with us. We have a great uh, story, a beautiful woman of God coming right up. You're listening to Simply for Women. (laughs) 